the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back. 602508-0960 is our number. Um, yes. So uh, last, as I was closing out the hour, I was telling you that um, not only is Donald Trump banned from Twitter and Facebook, you can't interview him and post that interview on Twitter or Facebook. Let's lest it foul the nest of what they're trying to create, social media. How in any definition is this social? Facebook took down a video featuring featuring former President Donald Trump conducted by his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, who was interviewing him. Laura Trump teased and released the interview in an Instagram photo, posted it, Posted it on Facebook, and they took it down at Facebook and Instagram. Why? Why? As they said, quote, in line with the block we placed on Donald Trump's Facebook and Instagram accounts, further content posted in the voice of Donald Trump will be removed and result in additional limitations on the accounts. How are we to be expected to trust the Democrats when they tell us one man, one vote? They have nothing to say about the silencing of tens and tens and tens and tens of millions of Americans. Man that they voted in to be the president of the United States. How do you trust the idea of one man, one vote when they will not let speak the man we voted for twice and then increasingly? How do you trust the Democrats when they justify, justify the silencing of the president because they claim he endangered the country by giving a speech? On January 6th, the most memorable words are, march peaceably. How do you continue to blame the President of the United States for fomenting a violent insurrection when most of the charges of the less than 300 people charged are misdemeanors and cases of trespassing. There are no violent felonies charged so far as most of them go. There are no weapons charges. I don't know how it's an armed insurrection when you don't have weapons. And so they continually try and bray out the narrative that we're the danger. And if it's not conservatives, it's whites. And that's why 
the Atlanta shooting had so much cachet. So long as we can make it look like we have a Trump supporter going after Asians based on what Donald Trump said about the Chinese virus, we can amp up the attack on conservatives being bigots. And then comes the Boulder shooting, and they start that same commentary, except instead of Asian victims, they're just victims we don't know whose race, of whose race we don't know. And then oops, oops, because people made a judgment based on a picture, it turns out the assailant, alleged assailant, was not. You're plain old white Trump-supporting white American, but rather an anti-Trump, Islamist-promoting Arab-American Muslim man. So what to do? What to do? How do you keep the narrative alive that conservatives are a danger? Well... You can silence them. That's what Lester Holt is saying. We don't have to give them a fair say. You can silence them. That's what Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are saying. You don't have to let their ideas be at all promoted where most people get their political information and have political conversations. You can do it that way. Meanwhile... Meanwhile, what does the mainstream media think of as the truth, as good as to borrow from Lester Holt, knowing that the sun sets in the West? Well, here's from a news story today at CNN. News story. News story. Not an opinion essay and not from a contributor, but a news staffer at CNN named Devan Cole whom I looked up and graduated college a year ago and was active in the BDS movement in college. You know what that is? That's a movement that says we don't care about China and we don't care about Muslims in China. That's a movement that says we don't care about gross human rights abuses. What we care about is making sure we punish the state of Israel. That's who this man is. CNN hires him as a news reporter. And he does a story today. A story on the whole contraton South Dakota over Christy Noam and the transgender sports argument. So he writes this story. Devin Cole does. And he writes, South Dakota's Governor issues executive orders banning transgender athletes from women's sports. And then he writes, The executive orders do not explicitly mention transgender athletes, but instead echo of the transphobic claim that transgender women are not women. This is a news story. Christy Noam is echoing the transphobic claim that transgender women are not women. It's a news story. Gets better. This standalone sentence. You ready for it? Fasten your seatbelts. 
It's not possible to know a person's gender identity at birth, and there is no consensus criteria for assigning sex at birth. May I do that again? Straight, standalone sentence at CNN in a news story, not an op-ed, and not from a contributor, but from a news staffer named Devon Cole. Here it is. Quote, It's not possible to know a person's gender identity at birth, and there is no consensus criteria for assigning sex at birth. Close quote. Is there a doctor in the audience? who believes there is no consensus criteria for assigning sex at birth? Is there a doctor in the audience who is willing to call and tell me it's not possible to know a person's gender identity at birth? I'll take a nurse. I'll take a paramedic. Because silly little old me, with very little medical or scientific training... Very little. Knows, to borrow from Lester Holt, as sure as the sun sets in the West, that it is more than possible to know a person's gender identity at birth. In fact, it's a near certainty and that there is consensus criteria for assigning sex at birth. Often enough, it's done before birth. Often enough, someone who's friendly with a pregnant woman will say, do you know what sex or gender your child will be? Interesting thing about those kinds of conversations. Whether you are a liberal woman or a conservative woman who is pregnant, whether you are a lefty or a righty who is pregnant, whether you believe in abortion rights or not and is pregnant. Has anyone ever said to that person, do you know whether your fetus will be a... No, of course not. And neither does the mother say that either. My fetus will be a boy. They all say child, if not baby. i show you the times. Best bumper music in the in the business. Best bumper music in the business. Because on the Gallagher show, I compete with the Gallagher show for bumper because Eric Hansen and I do this thing. He's Mike's producer. You get all the share covering carpenters stuff. But here you also get the upbeat, make you want to run four miles stuff. Did you run four miles today? I ran maybe t- – Point one percent of that. What did you run? Uh, One hundred and ten meters. Mm, I did four. Mm. Mm. I was just telling the story of what a CNN news reporter wrote. At CNN, that quote: "It's not possible to know a person's gender identity at birth, and there is no consensus criteria for assigning sex at birth." Now, the first thing as a political philosopher I want to do when I see that sentence is I want to ask myself, did the writer – and God knows what the editor's thinking – but did the writer 
pause and think about what he said? Or did he just throw in all those words? Gender identity, birth, consensus criteria, assignment, sex. Did he just throw that in as part of the um, as pa- as part of the word salad, or or what we're calling the um, class action lawsuit against the United States and the West? The class action lawsuit against the United States and the West. The leftist class action lawsuit against the United States and the West. Because that just makes no sense how anyone could write such a thing and think it unless there was an agenda behind it. And there is an agenda behind it. There is an effort to convince people of this issue. That it is not possible to know the identity. How will you know the identity? How will you know the identity? You'll know it when your child tells you what his or her identity is, or their. So Padma Lakshmi, who's a famous uh, chef, a celebrity chef, you've probably seen her. Have you seen her? Padma Lakshmi, you know who she is? Anyway, she tweets out in you know, response to people questioning this business about children making decisions about their gender. She tweets this out. Today, if you can't accept your child for who they're telling you they are, then you have no business being a parent. I'll read it again. If you can't accept your child for who they're telling you they are, then you have no business being a parent. David Harsani, our friend, writes, what Lakshmi describes above is parenting. Letting your kids decide who they are is to abdicate one of the most vital aspects of the job. I will rarely accept what children are telling me because most of the time they tell me they are Princess Ariel or one of the Avengers. The kids we vigilantly watch to stop them from running while giggling into the street and killing themselves or snacking on some unidentified nuggets they've unearthed in the sandbox often aren't mature enough to comprehend the importance of showering or brushing their teeth, much less the social and physical implications of picking an incongruous sex. Even if you're convinced yourself of the fantastical notion that sex is merely a label initially assigned by a doctor at birth, as Lakshmi says, merely a label initially assigned, the idea that a prepubescent child should be dictating such things to adults is extraordinarily in its irresponsibility. Kids have parents to stop them from doing these stupid things. Well, some kids do. Some kids do. Leland is in Phoenix. Hello, Leland. Hi. How are you? Uh, called to respond to your uh, challenge to uh, to anyone to say that uh, why they think you can't assign sex at birth. Uh, what did you say the, the you, news? You, you want the was? full quote from CNN? Right, go ahead and do it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. 
I like that. I like your tone. That's nice of you to say it that way, Leland. It's not possible to know a person's gender identity at birth, and there is no consensus criteria for assigning sex at birth. So it's not possible to know, and there's no consensus on how to assign it. Okay, I think the trick he's playing is he's engaging in an equivocation here. The first part of the first sentence of his statement is false. It is possible to know, but then he goes on to say, "This is where he's being sneaky." I think there's no consensus for assigning sex at birth, and I agree with that. One does not assign. <laughs> well, I don't think he meant one it the way you do. Go ahead. It. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't think one he meant it. One determines that. Yeah. You don't assign it. Well, okay. So I, I, I think we're probably he's, in he's, agreement, he's, but, he's, but, but I think he's not in agreement with you and me. Here's the no, reason. No, he's trying to equate assigning with knowing. Well, eh, maybe. And it's not. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I, I think the word assigning is regularly used. When officials ask, you know, what blank was the child assigned at birth? Assigning is a generally used what sex is, is was the child assigned at birth. Yeah, okay, but it's technically not valid. Uh, of, it's, course it's uh, not. of course it's not. Of course it's not. But do you know who doesn't think that even more so? Is this reporter. He doesn't think that it's valid to assign sex. Assi- sex is assigned at birth. It's assigned at birth it's, by it's nature or God or whatever you want to call it, but it is assigned. Okay. There is okay. there is a definitive boy or girl there, isn't there, Leland? Absolutely. Okay, it is assigned. Absolutely, but it's not for us to assign. Well, I know. I know, but that's like not a, what David that's not what Devan Cole thinks. He thinks it's for a child to assign or for us to assign. Yeah. Yes, yes. But but, but uh, when I was involved with the I lived in California during the the uh Proposition 8 campaign, and oh, we yeah. got into this all the time, oh, yeah. and uh, oh, yeah. and it was like we were trying to explain to people, you know, on this issue, a birth certificate is not to, uh, you, you don't assign anything on there, you record, that's it, and and then their whole attitude is, no, we get to assign, or, or that people think they can assign, and that's not what's going on, people are just recording this child has male genitalia. This child has female. And he's acting like that. But, like we're saying something that, that might not be true. Uh, it is true. Oh, I, I know, know. I know. I know. But this is the kind of truth Lester Holt will put on his show. The mainstream media will air. And um, the notion that... Um, Many illegal immigrants come here to do this country wrong is a truth they won't put on their air. Or the fact that none of the rioters are being charged with use of weapons and that increasingly they're just being found to be charged with trespassing. I'm Seth. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show, 602-508-0960. Portions of this show are brought to you by my friend Solar Sandy, who does the best job of bringing integrity to solar in Arizona. She is integrity. 
The difference between Solar Sandy and other solar companies is not only her integrity, integrity, but the quality of what she will provide you. She actually figured out how to truly zero out your power bill. It's important that when you go solar, you do it the right way, and Solar Sandy has that formula. She wants to put more of your hard-earned money back in your pocket. When you go solar, Solar Sandy will pay 12 months of your solar payments, any portion of your power bill for the first 12 months, and in a tribute to March Madness, Solar Sandy's got a promotion for the first 50 families that reach out. They will receive a $1,000 signing bonus. That's right. No solar panel payments, no power bill for 12 months, and a $1,000 bonus at signing. There's no better time to go solar with Solar Sandy than right now. Go to AskSolarSandy.com. Again, that's AskSolarSandy.com. You're going to like that, girl. Trust me. I do. I um, was telling this story about CNN and its news report that says, and this is a direct quote, direct quote in a news story, not quoting someone else, not quoting an expert, just from the reporter's keyboard. It's not possible to know a person's gender identity at birth, and there is no consensus criteria for assigning sex at birth. To which I got the smartest email I've received all week from Don in Phoenix. Dear Seth, I find it funny that they can't tell a baby's gender at birth by looking at the baby, but they can tell if it needs anti-racist training or not by looking at the baby. Never forget that. Never forget that. They can't tell a baby's gender at birth by looking at the baby, but they can tell if it needs anti-racist training or not by looking at the baby. That's brilliant. If Don would call in, I would love to talk to him and maybe even send him something that's so smart. (laughs) When I said yesterday that the problem with liberalism at the end of the day is its relativism, is that it doesn't have any fixed ends in which it believes. It just believes in process, not end. It believes in mean, not end. It leads you to all kind of conflicting and contradictory ideas, the results of which you may or may not approve, but you can't do anything about. This was the big problem with the attacks on anti-communists. We knew you didn't like the anti-communists. What we didn't know is that you didn't like communists because you were more attuned and affixed on blaming anti-communists than you were in researching, thinking about, or condemning communism itself. It's almost as if the enemy of your enemy is your friend. And that's a perversion of philosophy as well. When it comes, especially, when it comes especially over a movement, communism, that wants to put asunder the West. Okay. That having been said, 
and talking about all this, I got a text from a listener who said, what planet are we living on? When CNN reports it's not possible to know a person's gender identity at birth and there is no consensus criteria for assigning sex at birth, he says, what planet are we living on? I don't know if it's the planet that's changed so much as the times that have changed. And let me say something about that when we come back. But the relativism inherent in liberalism can't do anything about the charge that it's not possible to know a person's gender identity at birth. And that's why the left takes over liberal institutions like the Democratic Party, because the left does have an end point. They do think about ends and not means. I'm Seth Liebson. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, 602 My producer, Bill, gives any takes. You know, he did brilliant stuff with me earlier in the day, stuff that uh, I couldn't do, certainly. I didn't have the mental capability of doing math on the fly, uh, sociological phraseology from the 1960s. He gives any takes, but then, you know, he takes. So I, ha- I read an email from a listener named Don. I also had a caller on the screen here named Don, and uh, that person hung up after I read the email, and I don't know that they're related or they have anything to do with each other, but Bill says, well, I guess the Don whose email you read on air hung up. And I said, why would you know that? think that. He says, well, I don't know. The chances that there's more than one Don. More than one Don? Yeah, not a very popular name that gets used on this show ever. Donald Trump, Don Lemon, Don Pruitt. Don, whoever this was, Don Shula, no, the juice I drink, Donald Duck, juice, no, not a popular name at all, Hal and Prescott, hello, Hal, you delivered a baby or two in your lifetime? Um, um, yes, and um, there was uh, no doubt that there was no need for any type of indoctrination. Uh, based upon the child's skin color, and there was no doubt about the child's biological sex. Is that not one of the most brilliant emails you ever heard from this elusive Don? They they can't tell a baby's gender at birth by looking at the baby, but they can tell if it needs anti-racist training or not by looking at the baby. How smart is that? Absolutely. So smart. That's genius. Yep. And uh, I wanted to comment on ideology as opposed to science. Okay. And uh, because this is this is what we're seeing. So within some electronic medical records, you see the phrase sex assigned at birth. Uh And so this is this is ideology. And the reason why there's no consensus on ideology is because first and foremost, you have censorship imposed by the ideology. For example, a book called When Harry Met Sally, which we are not allowed to read anymore, apparently. Mm-hmm. And that discusses this this very complicated issue of transgenderism. Uh, that's that's kind of number one. And number two is you know so ideology censor. Science seeks knowledge and the truth, regardless of what it is. And a true scientist who performs an experiment gives his information to other people and says, "Prove me wrong." Mm-hmm. Right. 
falsify my results. Right. Prove it. Because I don't know if this is knowledge or not. In other words, if this is true or not, Mm -hmm. unless other people get the same results with the exact same methodology. There's a massive problem, generally speaking, in science with with the ability to falsify results. Mm -hmm. So what we have here is ideology versus science. Science doesn't censor. Transgender ideology does. It uses terror and bullying to force people into line. And it has gone from a very complicated, fairly uncommon difficulty experienced by people who need very serious and complicated care by very good doctors to an ideology. And so it is exploding in terms of its numbers. And, and, and so this is the difference. You know, scientists want people to understand science, but they don't want to adopt it as if it's some sort of ideology. And this is what is happening with this. And uh, it's going to complicate the lives of many people. We know we must be very, very careful with this, but we're not being very, very careful. And so which is why you have this clown at CNN using this phraseology, sex assigned at birth. That's what they want people to say. It's assigned as if it's arbitrary. There is no such thing as biology anymore. So you can then reassign yourself. The problem is, is that after you've had $100,000, $200,000 worth of surgery, having thing, had things removed that don't grow back, is that you may want to change your mind again. Because if you can change your mind once, you can change it twice. Why not three times? And 12-year-olds 12 so, year sometimes are known to change their mind. Uh, you, you know what? Um, unless uh, I have a 12-year-old dog, she doesn't change her mind. She's very set in her mind. 12-year-old <laughs> humans, yeah. yeah, 50-year-old humans change their minds. Mm-hmm. 50-year-old humans, uh, you know, 12-year-old humans, 10-year-old humans. And the problem is, is that we are doing irreversible things to people, and the the reversal is impossible. You cannot go back to the original if you decide you want to go back. Mm-hmm. And so this is permanent damage it's permanent. or permanent change it's permanent to people. Change. And they're, but and d- the but, but, but the, doctor, if I might, Hal, you know, you're right about everything you say, and I think this was the point my earlier caller was trying to make as well about the notion of assigning sex, that sex can be assigned, sex or gender can be assigned. And, and I get that point totally. Uh, I'm with you and him on this. But, but, but this... Um, CNN reporter Devon Cole takes it a step further. Listen to the, his listen to the clause. There's no consensus criteria for assigning sex at birth. So irrespective of whether you or I think sex is assigned, he's not even allowing for the fact that there's any kind of consensus on people who do from I don't know looking at something assigned sex at birth. Do you understand my point? My point it's a small yeah, one. Yeah. It's just this guy is even further Further away from normalcy than you than than you're than you're explaining. Well, they they are pushing the envelope. Yeah, is that your twelve year old dog in the background? No, that's the four year old. They're saying now we need consensus criteria. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to take reality out of the hands of the people who look at it every day and put it in the hands of a committee. Yeah, you can put it in the hands of a committee, and you can have the um, you know, you can have the story of. you know, the blind animals each touching a part of the elephant trying to figure out what it is. And, um, you know, you have a committee of five people 
Maybe the parents are on the committee. Maybe they're ex officio members. And they all get to look at what was just born and say, mm, maybe a boy, but maybe a girl. I just said uh, the only thing I could do over the break was just without even going to the Google machine, Dawn's. Famous Dons. It's not an uncommon name. Don Rumsfeld, Don Cheadle, Don Meredith, Don Morocco, Donnie Most. I don't know. Donald Trump, Donald Duck, of course. Don Lemon. The name Don gets mentioned on this show probably every single day, given how prominent a name it is in our culture. What did you want to say for yourself? Don Mattingly, of course. Of course. The Dapper Don, John Gotti. Folks, um, I think we're on to something here with this uh, leftist class action lawsuit against the United States and the West. I described it at length in my monologue this uh, this afternoon. If you missed it, it's uh, – you know, I, are there 10 monologues I think are, are my most important? There's probably 10. This is probably in that 10. If you missed it, I'm going to urge you to – Take a gander at it. Go to YouTube and just type in 960 The Patriot in the search window. Hit subscribe. It's free. You can watch it if you missed it. The leftist class action lawsuit against the United States and the West. There are congressmen who think Mexico and Utah, excuse me, New Mexico and Arizona and Texas and California don't belong to the United States. There are congresspeople in office who think that. They are well-known and they are famous and they are popular. And they have a lot of followers. Don't focus on the wrong things. Go back and read Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's statement about the border yesterday. Go back and read it and understand that the most important point is not what she said about the surge the word surge. It's everything around it. And don't take it lightly. This is far left-wing Marxism in the United States. Folks, thank you for this afternoon. Until tomorrow, God bless you all and class dismissed.